Spoiler alert, the following podcast includes discussions on film that may potentially, intentionally or inadvertently, reveal plot twists, character traits, story details, up to and including endings, that might otherwise be considered spoilers. Proceed at your own risk. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Sounds like some bad movie. And we are back. Chompy. I miss met an angel named Chompy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. pardon me. Sorry. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic. Uh, I'm Scott, that's Joey, and today we're reviewing Chompy and the Girls. Uh, yes, we are. This was a challenge uh, that Scott suggested. Um, mm-hmm. And it's... He says to me, um, there's a movie that I recommended a while ago called uh, The Greasy Strangler. And he goes, uh, yeah, it's fucking weird like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paraphrasing I, a little bit, but he goes, uh, "Yeah, that movie, uh, it's it's this is a weird one." Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, apparently, um, it's it's been uh, on other. Apparently, it's making the rounds on YouTube and other other social media places. So we're you know we're not the first people to talk about this film, uh, but I've had it on my my to to watch list for a while and it's one of those it's like the 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 description of the film if you ever stumble across it uh if you're just like looking and you just come across it the the basic description is a troubled woman meets her father for the first time and their encounter goes from awkward to alarming when they witness a man swallow a little girl whole (laughs) not the kind of description that inspires faith or hope uh, and the poster is is just a uh, it's it's just a painted poster. It's just art. There's no actual pictures of anything. Right. So it's like, all right, we know already. You notice is low budget because they were able to get away with a name like Chompy and the Girls. But it's just, I've just always been hesitant to watch it until I was able to challenge it to you. It's an excuse for me to watch right. it. I'm glad I was able to do that. Yeah, no, same here. Um, I will say this though. Based on the cover, the, the or the movie poster, I should say, when the actual mm-hmm. scene happens, I, I was. It's left, not like that. I left. Yeah. Want, I left the that scene wanting more. Yeah, I I, I, it, I, it, I got you. I, it's it, a low budget film. I, I I I took it as that. I'm like, it's from a far distance, and I'm like, okay, it's a low budget movie. I, I was I was expecting more. But I wasn't mm-hmm. angry because I know it's a low budget film and you know make or break careers on on, on something potentially like this, you know. So I was like, all right, I, I'm I'm going to be forgiving. Um, but I definitely yeah, yeah. was hoping that it, it was going to be a uh, a closer shot, b a little bit more I don't know involved. <laughs> just based on the on the poster i'm like does is it gonna kind of look like that it's kind of kind of reminded me that, well growing up with video games in the early 80s and you look at the cover of the box and it's like i'm like six years old and then i played a game i'm like it doesn't look like this at all 
Yeah. And I used to do that all the time. I was not impressed by video. I love video games. I've always played video games, but I was not impressed by graphics from video games until probably, I would say, until the Dreamcast came out, which was 1999. I mean, that's a long time. Uh, and then by PlayStation 2 and Xbox, it pretty much destroyed, it killed the arcade. But I, I kind of mm. felt that same way with the with the movie poster. I was like, uh, I, I wish it looked more like that. Yeah. You know? So I mean, um, so this is this is when we now we see a low budget though. We're talking like ultra low budget, like gorilla film. Oh, budget. we're talking probably maybe two three hundred thousand uh, dollars. From what I found online, it's supposed to be one hundred thousand. Oh my god! Wow. Which which is which in the in the age of digital is much more realistic than it used to be when you were shooting in film. So Well, I will uh, say this. For a $100,000 film, uh, it looks pretty good. Yeah, you know, and, and this is like, like when I first, uh, when I was young and got into films, uh, reading Film Threat magazine, you had the whole underground of people doing, you know, low, you know ultra low budget films that are just because they were film fanatics. Right. Uh, you know, so you had stuff like Six, Six String Samurai is like one of the few titles that are jumping to my mind right now. Well, Versus, uh, wasn't it, that super ultra low budget too? Which one? Versus. Versus? The, the Korean uh, movie? Yes, but... but I, yeah, but that that's that's like Japanese zombie films, the whole different. But wasn't that not, not done on a dare, but it was more or less, it's like, I bet you can't make a movie like that real low budget. And the director. For Versus? Yeah, I thought so. I thought I read somewhere. Never, I, I thought I read okay, somewhere that I, not that it was a bet or a dare, but the, the director was told, maybe he was trying to pitch the idea and he was told, you'll never make this movie for the money that you're going to get to make it. And then he did. So okay. I thought I read yeah. that somewhere. But actually, like a lot of that stuff, too, is ultra low budget. But, but in this case, we're talking about like a, um, uh, under, you know, beneath an industry, multi-billion dollar industry. Right. So, and, I mean, and I was really big into like, like almost practically homemade films for a while. But once the, once like DVD led to the internet, the streaming and everything, the low budget quality, like like all these other real companies, went out and started doing their own low budget shit, and they kind of flooded the market with low budget. In the, you know, in the old days, you know, half of your low budget market were people that were inspired to, to create something new. Now it's like ninety five percent of it is just a, another you know uh, monkey mill. You know, just yeah. a monkeys at a typewriter. Uh, just churning out shit because they know they if they spend a hundred if they spend so much money on a production, no matter how shitty it is, they can get this much for it for streaming rights because you got to fill dead air. So I that, saw so, I saw in your intro that you added a few clips of people with their mouths like really wide open. I, I didn't have the proper copy of Legion to do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's the first one I went for. Actually, the only reason I used the stuff was because I I couldn't use the Legion one because my copy was a was a different format. It didn't work with my editing. Okay, because I'm like, he didn't use Legion. I knew you were going to say that too. I knew you were going to bring that up, and I was like, yeah, I have an excuse, and I wanted to use that. <laughs> I know you. And did. I was too lazy to get a new copy too. I was like, no, fuck that. I got the stuff. I could. I was immediately, yeah. There's half a dozen. I could have. I could have made the whole thing just open mouths if I wanted to be a dick about it. <laughs> But uh, well, yeah. I mean, this is what? No, I was just, oh. I was like, I, I'm gonna, I, I gotta bring it up. <laughs> so, so the film, like, like, so I, I say, so I, I've really gotten out of practice of watching like these kind of films because, really, I don't know. I maybe it's just I'm not looking in the right areas. But this is one of those films that just inspires me. It's like it's great. These are people that actually wanted to make something unusual but real. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, but it's not just nonsense, you know. It's it's actually well structured. It's it's I think I think it's well written, um, and I'm I'm all for any film that starts with a suicide attempt. <laughs> yeah, I saw. You know, I'm I'm especially a funny one. And and then again, and and, and I, exactly, and you know what was interesting was she's so she's so down and out, you know, and she. She, she thinks the ceiling fan's gonna hold her weight, and immediately me, I'm like, that's no way that's gonna work. But she's determined, so uh, at least she's following 
uh, her determination to try and do this, <laughs> which she succeeds for about five seconds. <laughs> yeah, I like it when she tries to get on the on the chair. She's using a computer chair. It's like, uh, yeah, that rolls. <laughs> Good luck. I mean, and, and if it, yeah, and if if you're not already aware that this is gonna be, um, that this is a low budget film, the fact that like the first. Like the you know like she spends like the first ten minutes in like that we see her just in this one room yeah and, and you're gonna see that pattern throughout the film and I'm not saying it as a detriment it's just you know when you're an independent filmmaker you 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 can't afford multiple locations and you've got to just you've got to work on dialogue's got to be your thing you don't have any money for set dressing or anything so there's there's some long dialogue scenes a lot of them and and it it it, it kind of just hammers home the point this is a low budget film so you know i i I think you and i are both very forgiving on that front very much so uh absolutely um you know listen we grew up in the 80s we grew up watching lots of low budget movies um just your your saturday night cinemax specials i mean there were a ton of movies that just ended up on cinemax and the movie channel because oh, those yeah. were the sister channels to HBO and Showtime. Those channels, Cinemax and the, and the Movie Channel, they would show pretty much everything that would get passed up by the other major uh, network channels. It might have had a super short theater run or no theater run. And it would go straight to cable. And it would just get played just over and over and over and over and over and yeah you know movies like the wraith you know i saw the i've seen the wraith like a hundred times lucas you know all yeah. movies like that um but yeah i mean that's so i mean we're not we're not looking for films just to pick on any kind of you know we're not we're not nitpicking no. over oh see this they if they, if they couldn't afford this yeah whatever great you know money, money's not everything no um, it's not. <laughs> but but so I said, it's I, not I a long filmmakers, movie it's 90 minutes no no I think the filmmakers overcome a lot of that low budget uh, just with being inventive and having some great acting talent. I think kudos to everybody, including uh, Lewis Black, who makes that special appearance as right. Chompy. Lewis <laughs> yeah. Black. And I, I, sw- I swear, when 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 it's just the when it's it's the Chompy face, the top half of them, it looks like Lewis Black. <laughs> I keep thinking every time they go close, I was like, "That's Lewis Black." I just, <laughs> oh man, uh, um, yeah. I, I, I thought, but, but like, I thought the little girl, she had some, mm-hmm. you know, some emotional, a couple of emotional scenes that I thought they pulled off pretty well. Actually, you know, it didn't feel like straight to video, you know, garbage Hallmark, you know, lifetime yeah. movie emotional scenes. It actually felt pretty good. I was very, mm-hmm. very happy and surprised. By how well that went. Yeah. I oh and, and speaking of speaking of actresses, uh Christy St. John, who plays Jackson. Right. Uh I, I mean she she who she, this is not her first thing. She's been in other stuff, nothing of which I'd ever watch. I I like I looked through it and was like, Yeah, I, I this is the first time I'm gonna see her. Right. Uh, she's done some TV, she's done some TV, some some so, real TV actually. Yeah, just um, just stuff I would never watch. So no. I, I know this is the first time I'm seeing her. And she carries this fucking film. And and I mean the fact that she, there are like long periods where it's just on her face, and she all she, I mean, she 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 was up to the challenge of just like emoting and 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 telling a story with her face, and just just uh, keeping the interest and the empathy yeah. of the audience. I I I get you. I cared about every one of the characters in this film, even Choppy. Choppy, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that was a a neat little twist with Choppy. I thought that was kind of neat. Thought the makeup uh, mm-hmm. was pretty decent too, with the big giant mouth and how it's yeah. connected to his face. They had a couple of close-up shots that, I mean, it's not perfect, but they did a really good job making the mouth blend in with his actual skin, where it wasn't like like yeah. Jeepers Creepers, where you remember you were saying it's like you don't know where the face and the makeup starts and ends. Wasn't like that, but it was pretty good for a hundred thousand yeah. dollar movie. Pretty good, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. 
So I mean, I, I gotta, I gotta say. So like, it starts if you want to burn through it. I mean, uh, it it starts with Jackson trying to commit suicide uh, hilariously, and uh, so this uh, she almost calls her heroin dealer, uh, but decides against it. Uh, calls her mom. She's no good. Uh, tries to hang. You know, she's just having a bad day. So she decides to finally call her her uh, father, who doesn't know she exists. Well, she texts him. Te- or text him. Yeah. yeah. She, she, to reach out. She reaches out to. Uh, who, uh, she's 24 and she's never met him. Uh, he left when his, her mother was pregnant and she didn't know until after he left. And uh, so she decides to reach out and that's uh, Sam who, uh, Sam and Deborah have a, a very uh, um, strained, strained marriage. and distant marriage. Yes. Now, so see, I, one reason, you know me, I love when a film has a consistent theme throughout and the theme of this film uh, is also a favorite theme of mine communication yeah and and it starts with like the her trying to communicate and then failing like everybody's trying to communicate or failing or not communicate i mean it's it, it's it's very it's not subtle it's there but i just like that it's deftly woven into the storyline for the three main characters oh for sure yeah well i would say yeah i mean well yeah i i still all right two main characters eh, whatever um <laughs> Yeah, so so uh, he agrees to meet her. They meet at a park, and that that's the part that's mentioned in the summary of the film, where they're just talking. All, all of a sudden, in the distance, a guy with a big mouth swallows a little girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's uh, that's that's pretty much what happens. That sums it up. Yeah. Yeah. For, really. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> So and then you so then they they race away, and then Jackson is confronted by. Uh, but, oh, and so I got to say, when we first see him after that, he 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 walks up. Now again, I, I think it's I think it's genius, even though it's not very intelligent. I mean, yeah, that the fact that when he walks, he doesn't move his arms. <laughs> and I chompy, w- I, so, chompy. I'm sorry. No, I wonder if that was by design because of maybe how heavy the prosthetic is. No, 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 no. He he does that when he's not wearing the prosthetic. Like when he's walking towards them and is uh, just stone faced, he he doesn't move his arms. Now that you mention it, you're right. <laughs> yeah, it's going back. Was, was he, was he like wearing charging. sandals or flip flops? He's wearing sandals. <laughs> yeah. he, uh, he's wearing a jacket <laughs> with a red T-shirt underneath, a and red he's wearing those, yeah. And there's large glasses with no with no glass in them. The large frames. <laughs> yeah. The tiger print, I think, frames. It's like the, just the. I, I like it's a perfect costume. Whoever designed that costume, it's perfect. It raises so many red flags just at a glance. <laughs> Even without the big mouth, this is not somebody you want to deal with. No. I, I yeah, it's just, it's. I, I, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of Freaky Farley. <laughs> just something so low budget and like you know, in some ways, crude. But just like just little those sparks of brilliance. Here's somebody who actually had ideas and they did something with right. them. And I just love that. And I think this one has that kind of thing in it. <laughs> uh, Tell me about your mother. You'll never replace her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we actually classic. we did talk to um, uh, the writer and director of that film, Freaky Farley. And That's right. Yeah. We were actually going to set up something where we were going to have him on the show, and it just never happened it never happened we're, we're horrible at that yeah yeah sorry yeah, we, uh, <laughs> uh um yeah but that first appearance with chompies when we get to see it up where we first get to see him up close at jackson's apartment uh and and uh she shoves the broom in him and right <laughs> he kind of just like breaks in which is like if you know, the twist happens yeah. later, but it's like, if you're trying to get someone to be on your side, maybe you shouldn't just go breaking into their house, Chompy. So so basically, once Chompy, once Chompy is witnessed by these two, the movie becomes Chompy in The Follower. Uh, it Follows. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. <laughs> Chomp- Chompy is It Follows up until the sec- second act. Because he just like he's just ch- walking down the street after them, trying to get tra- track them down. Mm-hmm. He doesn't take public transit. He don't drive. He, knew, he walks. He walks everywhere. Right. So while he's walking, 
uh, Jackson leaves her house, gets Sam, her fa- her father, and they go to meet her drug dealer, who's also uh, a- an expert in supernatural stuff. And he immediately, of course, I and they go to a, the, the chapel party. Very underwhelmed by the chapel party. I actually <laughs> wanted to get, I wanted to get great pictures in there. I was like, oh, you know, I, I know you guys have no budget, but you could have spent like six more hours on this <laughs> and made this really cool. I, I, it was that that was like the that, that's I feel like is that be, and the 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 limited time we see Chompy, those two things are really like the the glaring headlights that this is a low budget film. Right. It's like the, the two things that really could have used an extra hundred thousand um, that would yeah. have made the film better, you know, uh, beyond what they were capable of doing with the money they had. You know, it was interesting when you sent me uh, the slides for it. They were in order. So after the end, the title, there were two mm-hmm. slides because, you know, how when it ends, it says Chompy and the Girls and then credits roll. Um, right. There were two slides after. See. That picture, this, yes. and I was like, "Is there an after credit that I missed?" No, yeah. So, so this, I actually this, went it, back and I went through the credits, and of course, nothing was there. So I was like, "Oh, these are just out of order." The last Cause, two, because I took, I, because I, I, I took the pictures. Uh, I watched the film a second time and took the pictures uh, to screenshots, and then I did, uh, and then I did the slide for YouTube ahead of time. And when I did that, I realized I missed a couple of pictures I wanted, so I went back and got them. Got it. And so. and just uh, the program just puts them in order i took them and i, I eh. it's all right i fixed it i put them in the right order there aren't enough randomized buttons play in in, in software i don't know why uh yeah just just randomize that just, shit just do it uh but yeah so so but uh they and they get the 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 drug dealer immediately right re- um uh, identifies that uh chompy is a mouth angel yeah. and he's going after these these i forget what the name of the creatures is but that little girl is actually some kind of uh trans-dimensional parasite that's right and he and he's trying to track them down so they they, they find us through communicating with chompy mm-hmm. by climbing into his mouth <laughs> yeah and, uh, and and the thing is too he tells them like well he doesn't tell them he can't speak uh so he's just pointing to his mouth and he's like <laughs> and they're like you want you us know, to get in there he's like Rrr. The only reason this film was ever on my radar, I stumbled upon it, and I was like, uh, it looks very low. I don't know if it's worth its risk. And then I see voice of Chompy, Udo Kair. Really? <laughs> I'm in. If, if Udo Kair's name is attached to something, I'm going to at least give it a shot, because he does some fucked up shit. Yeah. Man, does he fuck with some fucked up. You never know what's going to... He, he, everything from, like, Muppet shit to, to fucking... Uh, uh, the the kingdom, <laughs> the kingdom. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. I, I'm always game for some Udo. So so that's he's why. So there's that one scene. Yeah, they jump into his mouth and he says, "Oh no, I'm I'm doing this. I'm trying to get these things. Uh, I'll 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 save the world." And then so everything's good. And then uh, Sam's wife runs over him. Yeah, it's it, yeah. It's it's funny. <laughs> they got Udo Kair, and it's like, how much of the budget was spent on him? Honestly, it was probably a favor. Maybe uh, something like that. It's just it sounds like he did it over the phone. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, it's really, true. he it, had like what, maybe five lines, ten lines. It, it's a monologue, but it's really not that much time. Right. Yeah. I, so, I, yeah, I, I, I get the feeling that it was probably like, like, yeah, I'll do that for you, young kids making this film. That's great. You know, I, yeah, I ever tell you about the kingdom? No, 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 no. <laughs> you ever tell you the time I met Jim Carrey? <laughs> uh yeah so 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 the second half of the film is that is uh them trying to chase down these parasites and find out what they are and and try to figure out how to get rid of them now that chompy is is dead uh i mean so so there's a film where we only interact with the main character the tit- titular character of the film uh like three times four times and then he's killed off halfway through the film yeah, and then they kind of figure out that uh, his mouth is like still wide they, open, and they're like, maybe we could throw these little girls in there anyway. I love, I, I love that they have so many lingering shots on him in the trunk afterwards. Right, it's like it's, it's almost like we couldn't do any more. It's like, yeah, just get in the trunk and we'll just film that. <laughs> 
because honestly, I don't think it's the prosthetic that they were probably limited on time uh, on budget for. It's probably the, the the digital special effects they have to do to make it look realistic as he's moving. That's not that's not a hundred percent prosthetic. It can't be. I think it is. I don't know. I. Uh, um. Eh, maybe I don't know. That's a guess. That's a guess. But obviously, they 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 would have used them more if they could have, and they couldn't. Well, so true. I mean, because they were. You got to remember, they were also. They were also uh, digitizing the girl too, like because there was a you know there's a shot where there's like a whole bunch of them. Now I didn't mm-hmm. really look that close. I don't know if they got girls to wear the same no, outfit that kind of looked. Together. No, no, they were no they they, de- they definitely split screen yeah. them and digitized them, and that's you know not mm-hmm. cheap either. I mean, if you're experienced, you could probably do that easily, but you got to have someone that knows how to do it, and odds I mean, are you're paying yeah. for it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, these days it's more like let me hire someone that has the software as opposed to okay, we have to go to uh, Industrial Light and Magic and pay you know five thousand dollars a sparkle. Yeah, you know, so I, it, so it's changed a lot, and it, it's there's a lot of stuff. I mean, the the appeal to um, the l- ultra low budget films for me as a teenager, early twenties was what they did with no budget like you know the resources like doing like force perspective or like the just the special of how they handle low budget special effects that is what drew me to it now that that is made easier it's it's easier to get take a film like this like if they had tried doing this at a hundred thousand dollars in the 90s I, I I can't even imagine what it was what it would have looked like, but it, nothing like this. Oh my god! I mean, even the Fantastic Four film cost more than a hundred thousand dollars. Because you're because you're not paying for developing film anymore, and it's on video. It's on high quality videos. So you're not yep. just filming like uh, some. I mean, e- even the uh, the sixteen millimeter back then was like. Uh, I mean, it, it different grades, different grades, but. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean the editing process is definitely definitely cheaper now than it was back then. Uh, I, I just it, it, they're capable of doing more, and it's it's great to watch something like this. That wasn't the uh, director the editor on this too. Uh, probably I know it's a writer I know the, director. The director um, wrote and directed, and then produced it. No, film editing was by somebody else, but the director, whose name is Sky. Uh, Broadband, uh, writer, director, producer. I want to say there was at least one more thing that they were doing um, because it is a low budget film. And, you know, when that happens, you tend to wear a lot of hats. <laughs> you know, you, yeah. you end up wearing a lot of hats for, for those things. If I, if I had to criticize any performance in the film, I, I would say that uh, the, the guy that played. Um, Oh, uh, what the friend? Lo- no, no, uh, the drug dealer, the, Lotus. The friend, yeah. Well, the, the drug dealer. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean that was the whole point. She, she, he was more a drug dealer than a friend. People were kind of distancing themselves from her because of her way right, she reacted. Right. That's why I keep focusing on that. I'm, just, I'm not trying to be a jerk. Uh, but anyway, Lotus. <laughs> he's also the the supernatural guy. Uh, I thought he was great, but I. Th- thought he overdid the mumbling rambling a bit so the delivery i just it was i I just felt like it could have been clear but still been frenetic right you know i i I think i think christy st john did a much better job at doing that frenetic but being understandable uh i I thought she did a better job than than uh harry williams did okay he's actually he's been in a bunch of things too yeah, very few people on this are. I think Julie Dolan, who plays Deborah, I think she's the most uh, acclaimed. I mean, I could be wrong. Uh, no, just based I, on, I, I think you're right. I think she's just been acting longer than a lot of them. Yeah, or not acclaimed, I, I, um, experienced, more experienced. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, I was surprised that I, I, the film totally exceeded my expectations, and it, it, it it's now. It, it's automatically on my list of bizarre films that I love, right? With uh, Dave Made a Maze. Uh, Still haven't seen that um, one. Watch it in an impaired state. Really? Well, honestly, don't because I've done I don't, that. I don't. I, still I, don't, don't know I how actually. Film ends. I actually don't like doing that if it's something that I haven't seen yet. And See, the, re- the, the reason I've... why, and I'll tell you why, 
is because mm-hmm. if I if I watch it that way and then I watch it again and I'm not that way, I'm afraid I'm not going to enjoy it anymore. Well, see, for me, my problem is um, uh, I've seen it twice and I still don't remember how it ends. <laughs> okay. So, I yeah, so yeah. There, there are drawbacks to doing that. But things like that, Swiss Army Man, uh, just films with really seen bizarre that concepts. One. like that, that one. Yeah, but like not just that they're bizarre. It ha- that's not the criteria, but they're bizarre. T- like it's hard to say something's original these days. And even this, again, big mouths aren't original. But the mouth angel thing and all that, I, 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 there's some there's some original ca- baby foot. Baby foot. If, if you have the baby foot. <laughs> <laughs> um. And again, that's like the genius of low budgets. Okay, we have to do something. We, you know, it's like you, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of the creative process of okay, what's the easiest thing to do with no special effects to show that he's been drained or something? Like even early stages, since you're the writer director, she, you know, and that's what I love too. Like writer directors who are writing low budget scripts, they write something that they know they can do for low budget. So that was probably a concept during the screenwriting. It's like okay, I can save money by doing this. Yeah. And Babyfoot just fucking won it for me. And then she ends it up uh, with baby hand, baby hand, <laughs> baby hand. Yeah, I, I think I think I think Deadpool's kind of ruined baby feet on a certain level, but I, this one just was from brought it back for me, right? <laughs> yeah, but well, no, uh, yeah, it, uh, Deadpool didn't do the a foot; it did the hand because he cuts well, off the, his own. No, hand. It was his lower half when he got torn in half. In the, oh, in the that was the second one. Yeah, yeah, I, it's a stretch too. I know, but uh, but anyway, it, it's it's that they they it. it, it it was handled interestingly. Uh, I didn't know what to expect, but uh, and, and that's one thing I liked too about it, just being a one sentence description and then a painted picture that looks ri- ridiculous. Yeah. Is like you really have no idea what you're in for. None. Uh, and, but you but you know it's it's going to be unusual. And uh, you know it also you know it throws me back to like the Hen and Lotter, like because you know horror films are my base. But like back in the Hen and Lotter days with things like Basket Case. Sure. You know, oh just yeah. Fucked up. Just you know, just basket case. I, 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 Frankenhooker. You know, all of I those. I thrive. I thrive on fucked up films, and this is a fucked up film, and I love it. Although with a completely positive message. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> I. That's why I like this movie. The screenplay is is written with like you have a main character who's a who's a uh, a suicidal drug addict. Yep. And it's played for humor. And it is not done insensitively. That takes some skill. Yeah, it's true. There's that they they don't minimize the problem, but they do use the the comedic uh, uh, possibilities, and but they do it with with uh, care, you know you could you could tell that people involved in this movie cared. Right. And 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 it sounds like a TED talk, but sometimes in films you need that. Yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, hey. Hey, hey, mouth angels. Mouth angels. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> I was tempted to even look to see if that was a real thing. I was like, oh, Scott, you know that. You know it's y- not. You know it. You know it. No. But, but you know, the, these days... That, well, <laughs> anything's possible these days. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I mean, so, so uh, rating the film, which I think we're going to be getting close to here, yeah, is so. going to be interesting. Um, well, I mean... There's really because it's a low budget film, and you know, for a film, it's not. I don't want to say isn't complex. It, it kind of isn't. It does have some moving parts. I mean, it does have mm-hmm. some layers to it, but there's not much more to really say. I mean, we've kind of said everything we wanted to say. We enjoyed the film. It's well written. It's low budget, and what they were able to do with a low budget, everyone delivered, for the most part. A really good performance. There's really, there's really nothing too negative to say, other than the fact that we wish they had a little more money because they were going in the right direction. So any 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 film that costs less than my house <laughs> yeah. and it entertains me and it doesn't piss me off, that that is an accomplishment. Yep, that is. I'm on board with that for sure. Done. So, so I, I'm definitely not gonna gonna go. It's currently at five point seven, which I think is an insult. Definitely not going five anywhere near five. No, with this. definitely uh, not. But here's the question. Yeah. Do we go seven? 
Seven seems kind of high. But six is on the cusp of that 5.7. You start heading in the sevens, you know, into the seven area. Mm-hmm. You're, 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 I don't know. It's like you're, you're telling, you're saying that it's more than it actually is. Mm-hmm. But six, now, six. I mean, I don't know. Now here, here's something interesting. Uh, it it uh, before we before we decide on it, the highest percentage rating yeah. out of the 10 stars is 7. 21.6% people gave it 7 stars. Get out of here. One-fifth of viewers. Yeah, so 7 is the most popular rating for this film. And I, I, I if coming from a, a, a critical standpoint, since we are reviewing a film, so sure. we're kind of being critical yes, about it, yes. I, would, I would say just from a critical standpoint, screenwriting, filmmaking, what's on the screen, regardless of what it costs, I would say a solid 6. For the fact that the film touched me <laughs> to this extent, right, and that has captivated me after I watched it, not just like oh you suckered me, but no, I mean like I, I actually liked it, and it, I it, it I thought it w- I think that's an extra star. I think that it's why it deserves a seven. Okay, I'll I'll go with a seven. I'll go with a seven. And you know, and where you said, um, not based on budget. I would say this probably deserves a seven because of what they were able to achieve with a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, could argue that. I mean, it's pretty impressive what they were able to do with a hundred thousand dollars. And you got to understand too, that whole hundred thousand dollars wasn't used to make the film. There, at some point in time, there is prints and advertising of some kind. I bet this was, you know, uh, a lot of times low budget films like this, the weird stuff. They know the mm-hmm. markets they need to put that in, and they're going to spend money on prints and advertising in those markets. So yep. I, I bet the film itself maybe even cost $50,000 or $75,000, and the other mm-hmm. rest of that budget went to box art and advertising it and pushing it somewhere that they knew that they could make some of that money back. Well, you know, you know what? Like, in, in, when it comes to like big budget films, like 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 Hollywood productions, prints and advertising is usually included in the budget. I don't know if they do that with like these guerrilla filmmakers because, I mean, the the budget's so know. low. I mean, what's your what's your you're 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 really selling it to a distribution company that to do that part for you, right? Like that's that's the whole thing with like cans and those other things. Like they go to here, we made this film, you distribute it for us. That's your prints and advertising. They that company takes that burden because they they get the profits right 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 so yeah so i think it's less i i, I don't think it's even included in these lower budgets when you're talking about a hundred thousand two hundred thousand you know credit card films that's a perfect you know what that's a really credit card that, oh, i mean i mean that's, that's not a that's I, not an exaggeration. 80s and 90s, one of the big people were, were literally funding low-budget films on credit card debt. Yeah. No, it's... That's mm-hmm. that's a great... Uh, that's a great I, way to describe it. I will take it. credit. No, I, I, I love it. So I rated it seven stars, Chompy and the Girls. Very nice. Since we since we last recorded, I, I have uh, assembled a spreadsheet uh, that includes what we rate the films. Uh, I have a lot of gaps because I haven't gone through all the older episodes. Uh, I just went through things that I, that were I was able to check on um, IMDb. Okay. So it's spotty. Uh, I, I can from what I have from the from the ratings that I have confirmed. Uh, our uh, we have our biggest rating. Our number one rating is five stars with twenty two films rated five stars. You know what? I mean, we have a show called Movie Sucktastic. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I again, I haven't gone through all the episodes yet, so there's a lot missing. But at the moment, I have no ten star rated films uh, recorded, and I have no two star rated films. Well, I know for a fact, for a fact, yes, we gave Nightcrawler a ten. I just need to like go back and listen to the episodes and confirm it. And the problem is, some of these episodes we just stick around a bit and don't do things in the proper order. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, I, and I'm feeling the pain for that. But I'm on it, and this is recorded as uh, seven stars. Very nice. Other films that we uh, gave seven stars to, uh, I think I want to do this every time we do this now, just to give a little bit of a perspective, or at sure. least every every now and then. I think it's a perfect thing to do with this. Uh, i got to do my sort thing, though. 
So let's sort. Yeah, filter. I, w- I imagine anything that's above a s- seven or above, it's going to be a the few and far between. Uh, probably seven. There's probably going to be more sevens. Uh, then we have obviously, 21 seven stars. Yeah, and there's going to be more of those than eights and nines, and obviously tens. It, I, I really, we rarely give out eight nines and tens. Yeah. So, so here, here's just I'm not going to read them all, but here's some examples of things that we decided were just as good as Chompy and the Girls. Okay. Uh, um, licorice Pizza Oscar nominee, <laughs> just as good as Chompy and the Girls. And you know what's funny about that? I very vividly remember. Us oh, reviewing Jesus. that, and we must have, we, we had we, <laughs> we were very. Hold on. We were. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, well, frustrated. Me, well, I think, frustrated I think I with that su- movie. I think I can sum that frustration up for you. Let me just read off all of the Oscar-nominated films that we rated the same as Chompy and the Girls. Okay. Uh, Licor- Licorice Pizza, Belfast, King Richard, West Side Story, Drive My Car. Um, Mank, Sound of Metal, and that's it. Wow. Those are Oscar-nominated films. Some of them won Oscars. <laughs> and we've said Chomping the Girls is... Is right up there. Same. Yes. So there's a little bias there. L- a little. But, but here's the thing. The, we the, also recognize... I mean, don't get me wrong. Most of those films that we gave sevens were given higher scores by most other outlets uh, and mm-hmm. even on IMDb, we gave it a seven because we we respected the craft, and we we respected the craft, and then we recognized the talent uh, in those films because most people gave those movies higher scores than what we did. We, I think, we're very generous with a seven, especially a film like mm. Licorice Pizza, which was very fucking frustrating to watch um i I still want to watch it again and i just want to watch it again and see if i'm as frustrated the second time as i was the first time it's it's no blind side but i mean and and just just to hammer my my point home about chomping the girls being the special category of of weird film weird premise films that Uh i love here are the other films that I would categorize with Chompy and the Girls in that category that we gave a seven to. Okay. Willy's Willy's Wonderland. Yep. Um. Malignant Borderline. And uh. And Tusk. I like Tusk. Yeah. Well, I'm saying it's that yeah. you know. Weird. Yeah. And yeah. hey. Talk, talk, talking about films that surprised me. A Kevin Smith film that I liked yeah. post, you know, <laughs> in the second half of his career. I, By the way, I, uh, I, I got a copy of Clerks 3, so I think I'm going to have to eventually watch Clerks 2. So I might need some support. I'll, I'll let you know. You haven't watched Clerks 2 before at all? I haven't watched anything he's done since... Um, Red State? I, I watched the first five minutes of Red State, and the dialogue, uh, the exposition in this dialogue was had me clawing my eyes out. I had to turn it off. I've, I've been told it gets better after that, but I just, it just really, it was like the one thing I didn't need to hear in a Kevin Smith film. Uh, I've seen pieces of Cop Out. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Didn't, didn't actually, and, he didn't write that one. He just directed it. No, I know, I know, I know, uh, but, you know, still counts. Zach and, and Mary make a porno, because that might be never. the last thing. You didn't watch that one? I never had an interest in it. He had, know. you know, it's funny. Even though that's a Kevin Smith movie, he's got most of Judd Apatow's people. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting transition um, for that. Like, he literally has one, two, three, four Judd Apatow people in that movie. Maybe mm-hmm. five. But that's a lot of people. He's got more Apatow people than Smith people. Yeah, I, I, I just something about the the like the trailer and like nothing about it amused me. So I was like, ah, eh, I just never, I never bothered. Right, and then of course so, but, you know, uh, they were when it was doing TV spots and whatnot. They they couldn't have it be called Zach and Mary make a porno, so they were just advertising it as Zach and Mary, mm-hmm. which I thought was silly, yeah. but yeah, well, it's it's, it's yeah, but, the, any- the children. 
But anyway, Tusk, I mean, there you go. You got to give it credit for what it did and what it is, and it's fucking awesome. And I think Chompy and the Girls is is up there. Is in that, sure, sure, why not? Yeah. All right. Yeah, maybe maybe Kevin Smith should b- bump his budgets down to 100000 again, and, 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 and that'll <laughs> get him thinking. Yeah, he used to do $100,000 budgets all the time. Uh, maybe he did it with Clerks Two or Clerks Three. I, I haven't looked. I don't. I haven't really cared. Uh, Clerks but, uh, Three. Mm, I think it's a little bit higher on the budget. So, what do you want to review next week? Because well, it's your turn. Well, I, ha- I have an I-, I have an idea, or I have a film that I would like to review, just because I watched it again recently, and mm-hmm. I really enjoy the film, and I don't think you've seen it yet. Well, we we can either do a, we can we can either do a recent Christmas film or we can do another challenge and save that for the following week. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna be doing too many for the Christmas stuff because oh. after next week, um, we're heading towards Christmas, and I think we're probably gonna reconvene right after the new year. Yeah, you know what? And actually, I'm working on getting some of our older episodes that aren't available on YouTube up. Yeah. So if if you're catching us on YouTube, I'm I'm getting Night of the Comet, Thanks Killing, and Silent Night together, uh, just you know slideshows over our audio so that's nice. available, and uh, our our old review of Krampus, uh, which I, I don't think we really uh, I think we have to re- re- redo that one at some point. Why? Uh, <laughs> I, I just feel like we, I, I feel like we we didn't like give it a, a, enough time. It's one of those. It's the early episodes where we would review two or three films, and then we would talk about all these other shit in the middle. And by, and by the end of it, it's all lost before we had any structure was that, whatsoever. Was, was that well? That was uh, Krampus came out what twenty fifteen. So it's episode two two two, but it's just uh, it's just a horribly. We were six just, years into the podcast at that point. I have a feeling I, that we... It's a sore it spot. Yeah, it was just, it was more just a like weird a episode. More of a compilation episode, like you said. Um, yeah. Well, I know we. You know what episode we have to do again? Um, what? The uh, the lost episode, the one that we, we lost the audio on, um, or the, the audio and the video. Um, oh. The... Shit. The Dark Web... Uh, dark Web? Yeah. Unfriended, I thought. Unfriended. Unfriended, too. Yes, the dark Web. Dark Web. Uh, well, I think it's just unfriended, actually. Um, unfriended, sorry. So we we actually need to re-review that because there is an an actual gap. Like we go from like episode, I'll make up a number two thirty one to two thirty three. Like it's mm-hmm. missing, and we always intended to go back and and do that, which is going to be weird because I'm not going to reorder the numbers of our episodes. So we're going to re-record that probably in twenty twenty three. And it's going to get put in a spot well, from like four years ago. I, I think one. I think one of the things I'd like to do, uh, like going forward into the new year, since we've been doing this so long, is maybe every now and then revisit a film reviewed and give it a second shot or something else. You know, like 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 I I, I watched The Fifth Element again, and I know we never reviewed it, but if we had and I had shit on it like I had been for, for so long, right. I may come back a bit softer about it. Yeah, you know, sure. Um, but another so thing we can I like call those, feels, we, we can call those episodes like uh, second looks or something like that. So we'll, we'll think of something snappy. Well, just yeah. because it's going to have the same movie title, right? So and uh, yeah, like I did with the Halloween re- rewind thing. You know, I'm experimenting with things. Yeah, uh, movie Sucktastic rewind. Anyway, uh, I also want to fill some holes. I'm just bringing this up now. We'll, sure. we'll uh, approach this later in the year. But for example, if you look at every year, because now I have my nice spreadsheet set up. Um, and go backwards from current time, we do not have a review for any film for the year 2003. Really? That is the first hole. And after that, you we know have what's other funny? holes. Uh, you know what's funny? about? I was just thinking about this today. It's funny that you bring it up. Um, because we're heading into the year 2023. And for as long as I've been alive, every year that has the number three in it is always a shit year for movies. Like, if you look at 1973, that's a shit year mo- for movies. 1983, shit yeah, year for movie. Sorry, it's a shit year for movies. Uh, 1993, shit year for movies. 2003, shit year for movies. 2013, shit year for movies. So I'm like, this is a pattern. I'm like, 2023 has got to be a shit year for movies. It just, every year, every decade that has the, the number three in it, it's a shit mm-hmm. year for movies. I don't I, understand why. 
I looked at the selection for 2003, and yeah, you're right. It's not great. It's, not, it's a terrible year for movies. Like Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean comes out in that year. It's one of the shining spots. But it's kind of, I can't think of anything else. Nothing, I, when I looked at it for potential reviews, nothing really jumped out at me. There was a couple things like, oh, we should do that, but I don't know if I want to. You know, right. so it was, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Look at any uh, year. Cause it, you know, you, we can go back to 73. Well, we did. We reviewed seven, 19 movies from 1973 when we started doing that. And we only did three. We only did three, though. We only did three. We mo- I moved us into 74. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we we did three films in 1973, eight in 1974, twelve. In, well, actually, no, that's not. Hold on, this, those are totals. It doesn't mean we did them in a row, right? But we've only done we've only done three films from 1973. And you know what? The, the whole thing when we were doing that part of the show, the whole format for that was um, we're going to start on a year. It was your birth year, mm-hmm. and then it was up to me to choose when we were going to get out of that year and move into the next. And then after that, it was up to you. We would go back and forth when we felt that if we're going to move into the following year. 1973 was such a shit year for movies because I'm looking at the list. I'm like, we got to get out of this year and move into the next one. So it does not surprise me that we only did three movies (laughs) at all. And those three films are? It was uh, the... The, I'm looking it up now. I have my it? charts. The way of the no way the way of the dolphin. No, we, we we have no that uh, that that's um not way of the dolphin. Um, way of the gun. No, no, no. What are you talking there, about? There's a film in 1973 that we reviewed, and it has the word dolphin in it, and I can't think of it. It was one with we didn't we didn't uh, we didn't with, review that face? film. I thought we did. It, no, I've never seen it. We talked about it, but we had never reviewed it. So, what are the three films we reviewed? It's then? Day of the Dolphin. Day of the Dolphin. We didn't review Day of the Dolphin. No, I've never seen it, so we definitely didn't. Did that come out in '73, or am I just all over? I have no idea uh, because I. But I do know the three films we have reviewed from 1973 uh, because this is how great 1973 Wait, the was. Concord movie. Am I, what? Is Concord movie? No. Okay. Let me say the uh, names. All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Westworld. Yes. Soylent Green. Yeah. And the world's greatest athlete. Oh my god. What a shitty year for movies. And and that's where we said we gotta get out of here. So <laughs> Well, that's where I said we gotta get out of there. And, I, and you were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't argue. I so, think you yeah, did so want to spend some more time in seventy three, but I, I was just like, I just don't know what I what else we could do. It's nineteen seventy three. It's a terrible year for movies. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I mean, hopefully, twenty twenty three is better. But we'll, we'll we'll be here at least one more episode before the holidays, and I'm going to be putting some stuff up on YouTube of our older stuff. Well, so I, if, you're, if ha- you're listening to us on, what? I have a movie that I think I would like to review, and you let me know. Oh, I'm sorry, that's right. We I got sidetracked with my charts and graphs. So I, I just uh, recently watched it again for the second time, and I actually even enjoyed it more. I enjoyed it immensely the first time. I enjoyed it even more the second time, and that's the film Avatar. Ugh. You know what's funny? My oldest son asked if we could go see it, right? Uh, the second one. And I was like, really? I go, I, I go, I was like, what about the first film? I go, did you like it? He goes, it was all right. I was like, well, why do you want to see the second one? And that's the fucking allure. That, it, that I don't get it. There's just some, something that Cameron has. I don't know what it is. Put it in a bottle you know give it out because everybody knows now everybody knows now we knew earlier than most but everybody knows now that that first film was a mediocre film at best yet the second film we already know is going to be more of the same but it's still probably going to make a couple of billion dollars i just don't get it here and here's why i don't read entertainment news like even like hollywood reporter stuff anymore i just can't i can't i can't because i i glanced at a headline like last week i think that said james cameron says uh he's open to ending the trill ending this ending the avatar franchise oh if yeah. the second one doesn't, doesn't go ma- well doesn't make enough money yeah yeah i was like first of all What's that like? Thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, the film makes fifty million dollars. They're going to make a third one. What? what the, who's even thinking that? And the only reason that comes would come up is if he's doubting it's going to make anywhere close to what the first film made. Well, they've already said that it 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 won't. Which the first film made three billion dollars. Um, 
I mean, it it actually made three billion dollars on a, on some re-releases because I think it made uh-huh. like two point seven or two point eight billion, and then it made so Endgame became the number one film when it made three billion dollars. So of course, fucking twentieth century Fox Disney they release Avatar again so that it could then take over the number one spot again. It was like uh-huh. what a dick move. It's like stop. You own both. Stop it. So that's why I don't care about any of that shit anymore. It's like all, half the stuff that people talk that even I talked about in the old days, like about movies and stuff. Right. I don't care anymore. I don't care who's marrying who. I didn't watch two seconds of the Johnny Je- Johnny Depp trial, nor do I know what it was about, except people were slapping each other or something, emotional abuse. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, I don't care. I, I don't. I, I don't fucking care. I care about the films. That agreed. <laughs> So and, and I can and it gets it's I get annoyed when I have to be annoyed at like James Cameron for saying stupid shit even when I know it's probably they probably floated that out ahead of time so they can blame somebody or or that's or you no, know it's like it, no, it's, it's all it's, fucking it's reverse hype. Yeah. It's all it is is reverse hype. So they're saying, well, if this movie doesn't make enough money, we're not going to make more. So then what it does is it reverse hypes the film where it's like shit, I better go see this. Just in case they don't make any more, and then guess what? It makes a fucking billion dollars, and they're going to make more. Right. All or, it needs to it, do, all it needs to do, is make around because it probably costs about three, four hundred million. Probably needs to make about eight hundred million dollars for them to greenlight a third film. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's yeah, gonna, that, it's going to do that probably before Valentine's Day. It, yeah, and if it bombs, James Cameron will come out and blame blame Instagram or TikTok. Yep. And it, it unfortunately, it's not going to bomb, but but you, you know what I'm saying. I could have sworn that he already did principal filming on the third, fourth, and fifth film, or had it already to go, because Avatar, um, the third, fourth, and fifth film are set to come out a year apart. Like Avatar three is supposed to come out next December. Avatar four, the f- December after that, and Avatar five, the December after that. I could swear that that is the. I'm going to look it up. I could swear that that is the timeline. And judging by how long it takes him to make a fucking movie, I don't think, I just, I don't think he could do that. He could, he, he's just not that kind of filmmaker. No, he, lo- he could. It, it's what 13 do, years between what, movies. Right, right. So what, what you do is, if you're already filming uh, Avatar 3 and 4, so you're getting all this this uh well that's what yeah, I'm, I'm saying sure that, what I'm saying is he has to be filming the other movies already but but it doesn't have they don't have to be movies that footage can be turned into a TV show or yeah, direct a video I guess so series they can franchise that shit somewhere else They're, you know the, I'm sure they'll be doing avatar cartoons too if they haven't already yeah look avatar 3 is in post production so it's it's mm-hmm. it's garbage. I knew it was fucking garbage. As soon as that article came out, oh well, I don't think we're gonna make more if this doesn't make money. It's already made. The third one is already fucking made. <laughs> fucking asshole. Yeah, but, but how much is post production? The whole like the whole movie is a CGI special effect. The f- post the, the the whole film is post production. Fuck him. It just I'm not you know I, know. I hope this movie makes enough money to make it. Fuck you. It's in post production. You could probably watch it now. It's probably completed. Yeah. And, what a dick. And, and I, I know, again, again, I glance every now and then. Oh, uh, uh, oh and they, did, they did change it. They did change it. it. It was 2022, 2023, 2024, and 2025. And now they're two years apart. Okay. So the third one will come out but, in 2024. And then the fourth one in 2026. And then 2028. Right. And and you get then you get that shit going on with like the uh, like Scorsese and Tarantino shitting on superhero films and, no. and like uh, who fucking cares what any of these people think at all? Just yeah. make your fucking movies. <laughs> I don't care. Scorsese shits on uh, great, yeah, yeah. Gee, well, I wonder why because he because what? Look at his fucking film base. Of course, he doesn't like superhero films. Really? <sighs> yeah. No, I, I, I do get why he says it, though. Because he probably feels that the movies he makes are more important in some way when it's like, listen, it's your audience. There are people Everybody that feel the that idea. the comic book movies are more important. But he, yeah. I, I get what he's saying. He's, 
What I think he's trying to say is you don't get you won't get to see movies like the movies I make and other filmmakers make like this if all you go see are superhero movies. But you're, you're but not going you to see the be- quote unquote important movies. Yeah, you will, but you just have to go to Netflix to see them. Shut the fuck up. Well, and you know what the problem is? Not, I mean, not you shut the fuck up. I, I, yes, I know. <laughs> but I, I, th- I think. And before, I didn't call you a fucking asshole. I called James Cameron a fucking asshole. <laughs> I just assumed you were calling me a. No, uh, never. No, um, never. I, I think the important thing is that people like Scorsese and Carantino, who jump onto this discussion in the first place, I, I think they're confusing the fact that they're part of like film industry, part of right. film history now. Uh, and I think they've mistaken that for them being able to dictate it mm-hmm. or describe it or control it. And it's like, no, that's it's it's art. You don't get the you know you can play that game because all you know it's all it's done all over the art world. But the truth is, you can't you you can't describe it, you can't control it, and you can't say what is and what isn't. And, and especially when it's entertainment too, because entertainment and art are two different things. Scorsese's arguing art. Tarantino thinks he's arguing. Uh, entertainment. He's he's arguing art. Yeah. No, J- just true. because he's he's his art is like a form of like uh like um, even though his is like found art. I don't know. It's, it's just. <laughs> I don't want to get down this road. I'm sorry. It's okay. But um, but I, I brought it up. But I, I just that's why I just like like Chompies. I like, yeah, great. They, yeah. Someone had a hundred thousand dollars and they did did something that didn't piss me off and didn't look like complete shit. Great. You know and. I liked it. <laughs> you know what's funny about this whole conversation that we've had for like the last ten or fifteen minutes? Yeah, I- I've said that I have a film for next week, and I've never actually—I haven't actually said it yet. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's not I, your I, fault. I, I'm going I, on it tangents. Is, it is because I said Avatar, and that just started a whole different thing. It did, and so, I should know that. Would well, it, yeah. Um, Let's wrap up, and you tell me. Well, yeah. What well, is- the movie that I would love to review because I think it's great for the show is the movie Green Room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Have you seen it yet? Yeah, yeah, I've seen Green Room. You have it? I think it would be. Yes. And, and, and I, you know, I, I think it would be great conversation. Um, I, I, I think it's a great film, and I think it would be a great film to review. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, we I'm could, definitely We could kind of fall into the horror, weird kind of uh, genre uh, and bring that one to the table. I don't know about weird. Not for me. Well, it's a, not weird, but definitely I don't horror, get, yeah. thriller, suspense kind of. I don't even know horror. Well, I put it in my uh, my thirty one movies of Halloween, just because it does have some very, I would say, frightening elements, but more like in the realistic kind of frightening. Like if you were in this situation, yes, you'd be fucking like quaking in your boots. I think the best way to, to describe it would be real life saw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not not to the point, not literally, but to that point where okay, I'm in a bizarre situation, but it's more realistic. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Or actually, I would also lump that with with, with most of your, um, even though it's technically a reverse of it, but I, I would lump that with um, uh, your your home invasion films. Yeah, and and the thing is, it's like the scenario that they're in. Hmm. You know what? Let's, not let's shut not the an impossible scenario. Let, right. Let's let's just stop now. All right. So you're save it you're, for next you're good with it then? No, I'm great with that. Yeah, green room next right. next week. Sweet. And it's a movie. I don't know what week. I'm going to do for a slide, but <laughs> pick another dark film. Why don't you? Well, I I could go get the slides online myself too. I don't. You don't have to do slides if you don't want to. And, and you know what? No, I, I like doing slides, but every like I had trouble with Chompy because I didn't want to use Chompy because I I, I kind of think it's rude to to put that up there. I think part <laughs> of the thrill of watching the movie is getting the first look there, not like in the screenshots and stuff. Right. I I included them in the slideshow, but I didn't want to use it for the slide for YouTube. So I, I the, gotcha. uh, and 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 most of the scenes that are usable are dark. As, uh. <laughs> uh, all right, let's end it. Yes, yes. All right, everybody. Uh, as always, thank you for joining us yet again for another episode of Movie Sucktastic, uh, th- episode 380. Still going strong. Um, go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Uh, you can download or listen to the show there. A new website is coming, so it's it's on my radar. It's happening. 
it has to happen we're paying for hosting service and there's no site so it has to happen it makes no sense otherwise uh you can go to itunes and you can do the same exact thing um that's where everyone kind of listens to the show anyway the itunes feed is what everyone has no matter where you go and listen to it it comes from itunes um and then you can go to facebook.com slash moviesucktastic and you can see everything that we post we go live on thursdays at eight o'clock you know trailers all of that stuff um if you want to email us the email address is the movie guys at moviesucktastic.com if you want to leave us voicemail it's 908-514-4470 and if you want to just do a general search for movie sucktastic on the web Use your favorite search engine. Scott's like Google. Just go ahead and do that. And uh, do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Baby foot. Baby foot. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week when we review Green Room. We hope you join us. Bye-bye. I'll be joined.